The home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. A pretty nice win yesterday at uh, Petco for the D-backs over the Padres. Nice bounce-back performance. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. You are into this season. I'm into into this this. season, but you're into it. No, there's no doubt about it, man. Honestly, right now, a young team with young guys trying to make their way, uh, it brings back a lot of memories. Well, I'm guessing that our guest on the Arizona Sports Line right now is more into it than even we are because he's the general manager of the team. Mike Hazen joining us right now. Uh, Mike, thank you for the time. That game yesterday, considering how the first game of that series with the Padres played out, a pretty nice way to bounce back. Yeah. Um, look, for 162 games, having some degree of resilience is an important characteristic for good teams to have. Um, and I've said this, I don't know how many times, unfortunately, but uh, maybe maybe more than most uh, at times, but we've had our share of, you know, eighth, ninth inning losses. Um, those are the hardest ones to kind of mentally regroup from. Um, when you feel like you have a win and, you you, you know, nobody counts their chickens there uh, when you're getting to the latter innings, certainly not me, but, um, but you know, mentally you start going to those places where you have that game, in your hand to be able to win. Um, and then you don't do it in, I don't even know how many pitches it was. Um, it's, it, it's a tough thing for a team to kind of regroup from, but the best teams I've ever been around, every team blows games in the ninth inning, every single team, even the ones that win the world series every year, the one, the best ones around are able to go and put that to bed the next day, go out and win a baseball game. And then everybody forgets it. And we, you're able to move on very quickly as opposed to allowing it to snowball. And I think, Yesterday's win was 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 a good a good indicator that we have various ways to beat you. Um, you don't just have to roll out the next day and put ten runs up, and you know it, it doesn't matter who pitches. Um, it, it it was it was a tough game. We, you know we went down, we went down by a decent amount, um, and and we came back. So it was good to see. So, Mike, obviously, um, Corbin Carroll, you paid him an awful lot of money. It's been six games. <laughs> It's been six games. We don't want to overreact at all, Mike. That's not what I'm saying. So, but so then me. don't. Don't. You're about to. <laughs> no, He's I'm not to. going to. I'm just going to say, <laughs> what have you seen from Corbin Carroll through six games without overreacting? Oh. So you want me to overreact instead of you overreacting. I got it. All right. That's fair. I love the that's kid. Your, I love the kid. That's right? your job. Uh, sure. I, I am definitely the person to answer the don't overreact question. Um, I, I will not be doing that. He's a, he's, a, he's a good baseball player. He is a dynamic baseball player. He fits in so well to the fabric of what we're trying to create. Um, that's why we did what we did. Um, hopefully it's not the last one we're going to be able to do that with as we put a group of players together um, that you set out at the outset that are a hungry group of players that want to go out, compete, and win and do it in, in, in a number of ways. And he can do that. Um, he has those skills. I think one of the things that, you know, we've, we lack, uh, we've talked about this, is we, we're not just going to go up and bash with the Dodgers. Like, it's just not going to happen that way. We're, we're not going man-to-man home run counts and, and see who, who's the first to, to nine runs every night. We're going to have to be able to play defense, 
at an elite level. We're going to have to be able to run the bases at an elite level. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have to be able to score runs in ways that don't rely on somebody hitting a three-run home run. Those are nice. We all love them. I'd love to have 100 of them. We're just not going to have those. Being able to put the ball on the ground um, with runners at third base, being able to steal bases, being able to take extra bases, being able to make catches while you're tumbling into the stands to save your pitcher. (laughs) Those are the things that I think we are capable of doing um, that I think is going to be, A, an exciting brand of baseball to watch, which, which is good for us. And as we build upon it and as we add more talent to our roster over time, um, I think that team becomes that much harder to beat. And he's a major player in that. See, there you go. He didn't even have to overreact to answer didn't your question. Uh, talking to uh, D-backs GM Mike Hazen. Uh, Mike, Dre Jameson, just kind of an interesting name, what we've seen at the end of last year and, you know, spring training, but then you get to the games and, and he's pitching better. He always seems to pitch better when there's more on the line. I know it's a small sample size, but I'm sure he wants to start. He already has a win and a save, though. What kind of weapon is he for you out of the bullpen? I, I'm, we're not really sure yet, if I'm being totally honest. Um, we're trying to figure that out, too. Um, we still see him as a starter. I still think as we go through the season, he's probably our sixth starter right now um, that we're trying to keep stretched out. We have a stable of guys in Reno that we also are going to be very willing to call on that are, that are ready to go. Um, so I think that in, in aggregate, that puts us in a good spot. Um, but for him, you know, he has, he is such a competitor. I mean, you've seen some of his quotes, right? That's his personality. He just, he doesn't say a lot. And when, you know, we shoved him into Dodger Stadium that first game, like you, you kind of start to see it immediately. And, and, I, and, and I, think, I think that's who he is. And so some of that is great as a starting pitcher. Some of that is great as a relief pitcher. We need both. Um, so right now we still see him as a starter. We're still trying to keep him lengthened out. I don't know where this is going to take us if I'm in, if I'm in total, being totally honest. I, we're we're going to kind of let it take us where it takes us. And, and by, by, by saying that, I mean, we're going to let the guy go out and pitch games for us and help us win games. Um, and, and I think that's the most important thing that we could do for our baseball team is make sure he's going to pitch um, in, in situations where it matters, whether that's starting or relieving. Um, right now it's in the pen, and we're going to try to, try to do both. Uh, eventually, I'm, I'm assuming, but at some point we may not, and we may make a decision to just we're going to go in this direction or the other direction. Some of that's going to be the guys in Reno sort of catching him from a starting standpoint and being ready to go and take that spot um, from him. And then part of that's going to be, you know, how quickly we may could take on an injury in the season. Like if we took on an injury sooner rather than later, then we'll probably make that shift. If we don't take on a starting pitcher injury until, I don't know, some longer period of time into the season, then that could change how we look at it. But the bottom line is we want that guy out there on the mound because I, I think the competitiveness you see when he's out there, along with the electric stuff, is real. And, and we need more of that, not less of that. So, Mike, um, I don't splatter easily. I don't, okay? So I'm not I'm not going to overreact either. But Zach Gallen in his two outings right now, he's he's had a rough go of it. 7.59 ERA right now in two outings. Why has he struggled and not looked like Zach Gallen? Uh, that, okay, of the crazy overreactions you could have, you know, one to a hundred, um, I'm not saying you are. You've made it clear you are not overreacting, I'm even not. though you're asking that question. You're not, not overreacting. 
Uh, of that one's probably number one for me. Okay. Um, I, 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 yes. I I think I don't look. Look around the league. There's been a lot of runs scored in the last in the first six seven games around the league. The the ball, the you know, there's been a lot of home runs hit. There's been a lot of walks, tons of walks. I think some of that's probably an adjustment to the new to the new pace of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, for the guys that haven't lived the rules, Dre Jameson. Brian Nelson, those guys have lived the rules, you know. Um, They've already done it, which is pitching at a much quicker pace than certain guys have. And believe it or not, I I do think that is a real adjustment. Like, you look around some of the starters in this league that have given up a ton of runs early, I wouldn't be surprised if – just pitching at a different pace than they normally are able to, whether that's stepping off the mound. You know, we can all argue whether what, what that looked like from a game standpoint. I think we can all agree the game looks incredible right now. At least I think it does with the pace at which it's played. Um, I think it's probably the best rule change we've ever made. Um, but I think there's still an ad- adjustment that is needed. And that adjustment, I think, for a lot is going to be the starting pitchers. Um, and is pitching at a different tempo than they have before. We can all, you know, th- these guys are in ridiculous shape. Like Zach Gallon works out every single day during the offseason. It's not a conditioning thing um, by any stretch of the imagination. This guy works harder than everybody. It's, I, but I do think pitching at a certain pace, and he was, you know, he could be deliberate at times. Mm-hmm. I, I think pitching at that pace is an adjustment that needs to be made. He's going to make the adjustment. He's too smart not to. And he's our best starting pitcher. He's going to be our best starting pitcher, and that's how I feel. Mike, I'm, I'm so glad, A, that you said all that, and B, that you said that you're in on the pitch clock because we're trying to convince Wolf to get on board. And I think when, on, when the Mike. GM of the team Come says on, that Mike. that helps. Honestly. Get, get on board, Wolf. Get I, on board. I, we're not going back. I, I, go, watch a, go watch an NBA game without the shot clock and let me know what you think. <laughs> Okay, that that was good. That was well done by you right there. But, Mike, come on, man. We've played the game of baseball, what, 150-plus years? And this is the first generation that said, man, you know what? I can't stand how long them games are. But the games over those 150 years, they didn't take three and a half hours to play. Those games are getting played in two and a half hours. The game has changed. Like it's 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 changed in a way that organically, I think we needed to make an adjustment to it. I, I, I mean, again, look, Wolf. If you enjoy watching, you know, I, I don't know, a lot of dead time. I get it. Um, you know, some of us have All to, right. you know, do stuff in between pitches. I don't. I like watching these guys hey. play at a clip that that the ball is being put in play. That you yes. know, action is being forced. And I think in the long run, our game is going to benefit from it. That's my my position. Michael, my 13-year-old loves it, okay? And that probably is what Major League Baseball Everybody else in the studio, too, command and control as well. Mike, (laughs) Mike, uh, thank you you so much, buddy. All right, guys. Talk to you.